I'm Jack Donovan, author of The Way of Men, and this is a special edition of Start the World. Brandon Caskey has been a successful hip-hop artist for over a decade, but his new album titled This Isn't Even My Final Form went straight to the top of the charts. Over the past few years, Caskey has evolved away from pure hedonism and substance abuse and become a positive, healthy man on a mission. Recently, we bumped into each other online, and I was able to record a podcast with him and attend one of his shows here in Phoenix, Arizona. And it was a crazy night. Caskey brought me out on stage with him joking that I was security. And during the song Martial Law, we all went out into the crowd and shouted the lyrics with him. And then we helped him crowd surf back to the stage. Whether you're a hip hop fan or not, I think you'll see as I did that Caskey has an infectious and inspiring energy about him right now. This is the interview that we recorded a few days before the show. I love your energy. I'm like watching your stories and you're excited about stuff and uh, your new album just, you know, so people can uh, listen to it is called This Isn't Even My Final Form, which that's something I, I say a lot too, because I'm always changing and evolving and so forth. And uh, But uh, today you posted a story. I'm just going to start there. You posted, I am a fucking spear. So that, that's, yeah. that's some fucking energy. And I was like, let's just go from there. Like, where are you now and where are you headed? I am a... Uh... I, I keep telling this to uh, my homegirls that have like just seen me evolve and they just see where my energy is. And uh, I just feel like I'm in the purest headspace that I've ever been spiritually, uh, you know, mentally. And I just tell them I'm a fucking spear moving through the world right now. Like I'm on this trajectory and this mission and nobody's getting in the way of it. And if they do, I want right through their fucking heart. And uh yeah, I just, uh, for the first time in my life, I've like completely rid myself of my vices and things I regret. And I just have like ultimate clarity and discipline right now. And it's something that I've never had and I will never go back. I can't even imagine going back. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are, a lot of guys are looking for that in some way. I mean, you know, everybody has their things that like pull them down in certain directions. And obviously, you know, I've, I've listened to your album as much as many times as I could, cause we just arranged this yesterday. Uh, yeah. yeah, but I listened to it a bunch and at the gym and stuff like that. And, and, uh, obviously you talk a lot about, uh, you know, going through things in the past and, and, uh, things that uh, challenges that you've had. Um, it seems like you're on a fitness trajectory right now too. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I basically uh, uh, found like Wes Watson. He's the mentor of mine that like set me on this path. He's like a friend of mine that sent me his videos a couple of years. It took me a while to like really beat it into my head. And a friend of mine had sent me his videos on YouTube and he texted me, this is the guy that's going to change your life. Real simple sentence and sent me his video. And I was like, all right, big statement, motherfucker. And I started watching these videos and, you know, like, through watching his content, Wes sent me down this fitness journey, but it wasn't really about that much about fitness. Like I'm not super into workout techniques and shit like that. It's not really like that. It's more of just the power of self-discipline transforming my body into something that I'm proud of. And like how that just translates across the ether with your spirit, with your consciousness. Like it's just, it's been the most transformative change that I've made in my life is just getting my body. Like I'm not even where I want to be. My, my vision for where it's going to be is even like bigger and more yoked, but just the amount of progress I've made seeing that it's possible and just like living the discipline of it has been so transformative to me. And, and it's like, you know, Wes's program that he gave me, it's just like, Hey, here's the workouts, but we don't really talk about the workouts. You know, it's like, 
the mindset of why I'm working out and what my morning process and what I sacrifice for it, like all of those are infinitely more profound to me. So it's funny because I'm inspiring a lot of people that follow me to get on this fitness journey, but it's so not about fitness. You know, it's like about just becoming this solid human in life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, one feeds into the other a lot and, and people yeah. don't really realize if they haven't done it. I mean, I've changed myself a lot over the years and people don't really realize how much, you know, changing your outer, they think it's superficial to be changing yeah. your body, but when you're changing your body, you're actually changing the way the world interacts with you. Uh, you yeah. know, you know, which that's a big, di that's a huge difference. Cause that changes all your interactions and everything. And, and also just, yeah. yeah I mean, when you feel healthy, you're, you're, and you feel capable, uh, that's, yeah. that's, that's really big. If you're like, Oh, I could do anything. I remember when I was spot, when I was, uh, uh, boxing for a while, like, uh, you know, when you're sparring boxing all the time, you're like, I can do anything, <laughs> you know, cause anything. you're moving that's so fast and you're like, you're like, you just become really, really, you feel really, really spry. Yeah. And uh, the fact that yeah. I've made it part of my lifestyle is like literally the thing that makes me think like anything is within my grasp because, you know, I'm turning 30 this year in August and for my entire life, I've never really been in a shape. My dad was like a beast type of human, like a really big dude. And I looked to him as like something I was not and that I could not be. And mm -hmm. like, I'm just like, fuck that. I could be anything yeah. that the, I fucking want to be in this life. It's like, it's really empowering. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you just never think of yourself as a certain kind of person. And then when you be start to become that person, then what else is possible? Like right, right yeah. now I'm messing around with, uh, I have a bodybuilding coach and, uh, you know, I, I tend to be heavier. You seem like you run a little thinner and I tend to be run a yeah. little heavier. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the dude was at two weeks in, the guys are like, when's your first bodybuilding show? And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I need to see myself in a, I need to see myself in a speedo before I can deal with that. Like, I don't know if I believe that, but then yeah. we got me in really good shape. And I'm like, I don't know, maybe I, you know, I'm, I'm getting older. I want to do that before I die. You're a fucking savage, bro. You can do anything, yeah. bro. I looked, yeah. I looked at your page all the time. I'm like, dude, this dude's a fucking animal. Let's go, dude. Yeah. And it's fun. I mean, uh, people always make it like, oh, I'm lifting and it's this horrible thing that I do. And it's such punishment. And I'm like, that's the most fun, easy thing that I do. You know, I don't want to yeah, do accounting, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At the start of it, like my first couple of weeks, it was like, fuck, dude. And then it was like, finally, once I had that like mindset shift, it's like I, I hop out of bed so early, just excited to go work out. Like it's like my alone time. I just feel like a fucking animal when I leave it. Like I just feel more powerful than I've ever felt when I leave the gym or when I leave, you know, doing any type of workout. And I'm like, yeah, I'll never get rid of this feeling. This is way better than drugs. This is way better than every fucking thing I distracted myself with. Yeah. Now, I, I, you know, I, I heard somebody say the other day, there's two kinds of schools of thought about where you should be at when you're at the gym. And one of them is like, you shouldn't be talking to anybody. You should be so focused. And then I'm like, these people are my people, the people who are up trying to change themselves and make themselves yeah, better. That's I who I want to be interacting with, you know, like, so that's, that's a, a good way to go, I think. So yeah, I'm a, I'm like super social at the gym because I'm in no rush when I'm in there. I'm like, I'll be here for hours if I have to be like, I, yeah. I, I have people give me like fitness advice all the time. Like, dude, your form should be like this and you're fucking, you should only work out this. I don't listen to any of it because like, I'm not, it's a lifelong like journey of learning for me. And I go in there to change my vibration and my mental state. So like mm -hmm. on Father's Day, I had a really rough day and I was in there for two and a half hours. 
And everybody says, you should only work out for an hour. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I was in there for two and a half hours and I left feeling ultimately powerful. So that, that that's like my yeah. take on it is like, I'm not super hyper into the individual things about it. I just love the power of it. And I actually just did calisthenics for my first time this week. And I was like, I want to do this. This is like probably my next thing is like, I want to be able to like make my body flat while I'm doing a push up, And like, you know, I just, all that shit was fascinating to me. I was like, this is so cool. Yeah, I could, I could see maybe being built well for that. It's a that there's so many fun things that they do. If you watch the videos, if you know, it's yeah. all kinds of crazy. Again, yeah. it's Spider-Man shit for sure. Like, uh, uh, but to be uh, the Bruce Lee of the rap game. Exactly, exactly. So, well, talk to me about that a little bit because you've you've talked a lot recently about how you want to change um, what you see going on in hip hop and what you want to like. What what changes do you want to bring to what you're doing? So many, like, honestly, this is me and one of my best friends, our, our new mission statement for the next decade, because uh, my boy Anonymous, shout out to him. He's the one that sent me the West video, but he, him and I have been, you know, uh, close friends and collaborators for the last 10 years. And we both are very similar artists in that we like really truly in the core of us only care about the art. We don't really care about the accolades and all of that shit, but we want to be successful. We want to take care of our family. We want to prove to ourselves that we're great artists. But um, we just talk a lot about how what we've been fed over the last 10 years is just like, it doesn't work. You know, most of the artists that I see that have the things I'm attracted to, the money, the cars, the girls, you know, whatever it is that I've looked to and been like, fuck, that's inspiring. The, the processes that they're teaching me to get there have to do with selling drugs and being a uh, thug and fucking fucking all the women in the world and do and you know just like this whole debaucherous type of lifestyle and it's all hyper focused on things that don't have to do with your principles and your perspective and to me that I listened to that over the last 10 years and so it's like they were you know a lot of the artists nowadays they're like pulling kids off a cliff and they don't give a fuck if they fall because they're getting paid you know and right. for me I deeply care about people I deeply care about the people that listen to my music I deeply like resonate with pain that people have been through and like that to me art has always been my outlet for my pain and so I just have made it my mission statement and mass has to of, of over the next decade we're gonna dedicate a lot of our time and resources and uh energy to teaching the next generation what the fuck to focus on and it's not you know getting a million views it's not all of these things you can get all of those but the real journey is about being an authentic artist listening to your inner voice tuning out the noise falling in love with your process finding out what is deeply fulfilling to you because you I've had success as an artist before with things that weren't fulfilling to me and that is the worst thing because you have the outward validation and then internally you feel like shit and so it's you feel like oh maybe music isn't for me maybe the music game's evil and like you know like all these things and it's like you just have to be in alignment you have to win off of what is like like true to you and that's why like this album that i just dropped it going number one it was like a sign from god like god already told me it was gonna go number one if i just listened to the path and i didn't do anything that anyone has told me over the last 10 years i needed to do i didn't have a single i didn't pitch it to the streaming services three weeks in advance i didn't have a big feature on it i didn't shoot a music video i didn't do any of the shit that i didn't spend any ad money i spent zero dollars i submitted the album one week before it came out like this nobody does that it's like they teach you the opposite and i like did that because that's what i was being called to do like genuinely in my spirit 
And then it fucking went number one on iTunes. And I'm just like, dude, fuck everybody that gave me advice the last 10 years. Like, <laughs> I, I got to teach them different. Yeah. No, that sounds like great. So uh, talk to me a little bit about art. Did I, did I see you doing paintings at some yeah, point? Yeah, paint. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, but segue, the digital art shit that you do, you got to show me that in person because it's fucking incredible. Like I don't, I, I, I still can't warp my mind about like how the process is going down. So like, you got to show me that when we, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's terrible that it exists, but it exists. And so like, uh, you know, I just wanted to see what it was and basically you're just pumping in words and like influences and like, I want it to look a little bit like this artist and that artist and this kind of lighting and the, and you just pump it's that so in cool. and then it pumps out stuff. It, it's, it's weird it's because like algorithm art. Yeah. 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 And it's cool because it's a great way to brainstorm and it gives you great compositions and like good looks and things you wouldn't have thought of otherwise. But, um, you know, I found like none of those things I made, I'm like, I'm not really invested in any of them, yeah, you know, because yeah, you, didn't, you, you didn't, I'm like, Oh, it plays I it's, its role. It plays its yeah, role. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think so. it's fascinating. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I've always been an artist, like, to the core of me. Like, I, since I was a kid, I was never really, like, that good or into sports. I tried doing it. I When I found music, I was like, this is me. Like, I just, I am fascinated by creating things. I'm uh, super into writing. So, like, my three major art forms are music, poetry, and, and painting. Those are, like, my three. And uh, I found painting, like, I I'd only did music for a really long time. And because of my wrong perspective with it and things like that, I was, like, really unfulfilled for a lot of times in my career because I was missing that, like, just doing it for me, peace, you know, like it not being for anybody else. So at this really low point in my music career, I found this, I was like in Target actually, and like read a, I saw a poetry book and it was actually like terrible poetry. It wasn't even good poetry, but I opened it and I read the poetry and I was like, what the fuck? I should get back into writing. And I went home and I wrote like 70 poems that day. I like obsessed about it and wrote like 70. I, I wrote like the first half of my first book that day in one wow. day. And I was like, and then I started doing the same thing with drawing. I was like drawing these little evil demon things. Like, I don't know, this is what was coming out of my brain at the time. And I turned my whole room, like my friends thought I was going through like a manic phase because they would come in my room and I would have these drawings like all over the walls, like cover the whole room, like wallpaper. And I wasn't making music for a couple of weeks. I was just like only making art. And what it was is that I just rediscovered the like childlike exploration of something with no expectation. You know, music had become so structured, so expectation driven. So like me trying to meet expectations and win and get a hit and be relevant that I like lost the art of it. You know, I was just kind of making noise. That's like, you know, my mission with teaching these kids is like, you got to keep the creative childlike just curiosity with it you know i have no expectations with painting with with writing like you know it's just totally like a practice of discovery and so now i have that with all three of those you know like i i got that that's why this album is special is cuz i just went in there with no expectations and uh i yeah i like love painting i love writing like they're all just like deep parts of me like on i'm going on a tour tomorrow for 3 months and i'm working on two books while i'm on tour and like i haven't painted much because i've i've just been moving around a lot but that's like painting is like something i do here and there that i know when i'm like 40 or 50 i'll just dedicate my whole life to and just be like an old painter forever like i just i see that vision 
Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm hoping I'm getting there myself, actually. Like that's because I went to school for art, fine art originally. And, really? uh, but then I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then I, I got, at that time I was just a young kid and I, I didn't really know what I was doing. And, and I was doing kind of what you were saying with, uh, art, with, uh, you know, rap and all that kind of stuff. It's like, I was starting to put out, you know, stuff that was just what I would thought would be shocking or, you know, like that would make people were like respond to it or whatever. And that's where a lot of the art world is. And uh, now it's like after my last book, Fire in the Dark, I'm like, I have this whole world of mythology that I've kind of put together. And I could make art about that for the rest of my life. Yes. Yeah, so and cool. uh, that's then then I then you get you get that childlike passion that you were talking about back. I mean, at the, the AI has been fun with that for me because I, you know, I, the guy I live with has been laughing at me. He's like, oh, well, you're doing AI now. So I'll see you in like six hours because I've been, you know, <laughs> like, like, what can I make gone. it do? You know, like keep changing yeah. it and changing it and changing it. And it's so exciting. And that's just kind of like an opening thing to me kind of getting back into art and drawing and painting again uh, and, yeah, and becoming that child. Yeah, art was the thing that I found that made me want to live to be very old. Like, you know, when I, I, I lost my dad when I was really young in my life, in my earlier years, like to me, it was really depressing. I didn't really like picture myself as an old man ever. And in the discovery of art, I was like, I'm going to live to be a fucking 150 probably. Like, I just like, I'm, I will never be satisfied with the, uh, what I can do. Like, I'm just, I could spend every waking second. If I didn't have to like make money and do other shit. And like, I could, I could be totally satisfied having my family taken care of and just doing art 24 seven. Like I just, it's so interesting to me. It's, it's, it's incredible. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's so much to do in so many different mediums and, and uh, you know, like I wish I could clone myself and just have like versions yeah, of myself, too. like doing all that stuff. Cause I mean like 3d art, that's a whole other thing. Like, Metal sculptures learn, but, and shit oh, yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah, much. Yeah. So you, I, we, I, gotta, we gotta make something. We'll end up making something. I feel like, yep. Awesome. Yeah. 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 I, well, you, I, I was talking to Bronson who you were on his podcast the other day and he Great. said that you're doing some kind of uh like kind of artist uh, retreat or, or, or saying something like that uh, yeah, in the I fall. Haven't, I, yeah. I haven't really uh, like fully announced it. So I'll be kind of elusive about it, but uh, okay. toward the end of the, toward the end of the year, I'm put, I'm working on putting together something for the next generation of artists. It's kind of more geared toward music, but it's honestly something that any type of artist in any medium, even if somebody is just curious about being an artist that they could come to, because it's something I'm so fucking passionate about. And I've literally spent so much of my life in pursuit of these answers. And so it's like, the, it's the main thing in my life that I'm like, I know I could come give you fucking 15 years worth of game and make you skip 10 years of your career just by aligning you with the right shit and the right way to focus on it and the right way to perceive it, because that's how you make really potent art. And the only shit that ever makes an impact in this world is potent art, like the, at least the, in a dope way, you know? And like Basquiat and Picasso and these people, they, their approach to art was not about success. It was about, it was about them genuinely exploring it. And I, that's just all I want for the next generation. I want there to just be like a new renaissance of art in every way. And it just comes with like, you got to wake people up. You know, kids are, they're like me. They're just looking at what's out. They want to be successful. They're broke as fuck. They're depressed. They think they're going to be fulfilled by 
you know, winning in this aspect or another. And it's like, I'm going to show you guys exactly how the fuck to be fulfilled as an artist, because all of those tools are absolutely free. Like everything that I have found free, everyone can have it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You should yeah, come it- to, you should come to that event. And I would, I would, uh, oh wait, hold up. It's saying my internet connection is unstable. All right, we're good. You should, you should come to the event uh, if you're free in that, in that time frame because uh, mm-hmm. you just like they need examples of like men like you that are, you know, powerful, uh, aligned with your purpose, and also uh, both a savage and an artist. Like you know, mm-hmm. samurais were samurais were um, flower arrangers as well. Yeah. And so they would they they could chop your fucking head off, but then they also spent time in a garden and doing arrangements and shit. And like to me, that's the ultimate like balance as a man, or is just being able to be a fucking absolute animal, but also a child and create. And you know, God was a creator, so. Yeah, absolutely. There's a in America, especially for some reason, there's this idea that uh, you can't care about beauty. Like beauty and masculinity are different things. Like you can that they're mutually exclusive. Yeah, it's really dumb. So it's like stupid. this jock nerd thing or something. I don't know that that the people and it's it's terrible because really, uh, real men don't care how they look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like or or like you know men, you know like uh, men really made real most of the art in all history. You know. Yeah, to me, like uh, I don't know. To me, as as somebody who's found passion in it, like that is the mm-hmm. ultimate. Just a test of of your humanity is like are you passionate about creating new things like that you know to me that's what god put us here to do is to be creators and like obviously we're servants and we have to do things in the physical world and shit but i truly believe that everybody has the capacity to create something in some form there's literally infinite approaches that you could have to it you know you just have to find which one speaks to you yeah, I mean, you know, they always say, you know, like, you know, the next level is to become a creator and not just a consumer. You know, if you're consuming, if you're creating more than you consume, that's that's a good balance. It's yeah, I I, I literally don't even consume anything much on the internet anymore. Like, I, I I wake up, I go on the internet to post my stuff, and then I spend a lot of time responding to people that are you know mm-hmm. fans or, or and I try to give as much value as I can back to them. But I don't really go look for much anymore unless it's like right before I'm working on a project. And I'm like, let me gather some inspiration or something. But I I don't go consume anything because I just am infinitely fascinated with what the fuck I can make. You know. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I'm like, I I'll, the only thing is like Instagram. I see a lot of art on Instagram, yeah, like yeah, pictures, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's yeah, what I get. Yeah. That's what I care about. I don't watch videos of people making jokes and shit. Like I don't, I can't be bothered I'm with the that. Same way, yeah. I'm, the I'm same just way. looking at pictures. I've, cur- you know? I've finally curated my page to where I'm like, if it's just random shit, I don't see it. Like I see right. motivation from people that I really truly believe in every aspect of who they are, like you, Wes Watts, and certain people like that, and then art. That's it. Right, right. So how, how did you come across me? I, I, it was because we just had an exchange like a few weeks ago. And then that's how I found out about you. And then you had found out about it. Like, when did you find out about me? I, somebody, I can't remember exactly who was somebody that I was following in the like solid men manosphere of Instagram and Twitter that posted a quote from one of your books. And I okay. was like, okay, this, I forget what it was, but I was like, this is badass. And I went to your page 
And I could just tell off rip. I'm like, okay, this guy's jacked as fuck. He's tan as fuck. He makes art and he's talking about mythology and spirit. I'm like, let's fucking go, dude. Because when it's only one thing or I go to somebody's page and they're just like all about their fucking body and there's no like deep thing, I'm like, don't give a fuck. When it's like, uh, when it's about spirit and mythology, but they're fucking scrawny and weird looking, I'm like, don't give a fuck. And I, I don't know, you just, you just struck me instantly as like dope ass balance. And like, that's all I, you know, I'm still growing up as a man and like i'm just really now this year really stepping into this place so you know people like you are people that i look to for inspiration of like dude you're a fucking solid ass motherfucker i would have been honored to have like a uncle or a dad like you you know it's like it's really dope awesome man i appreciate that uh yeah i mean you just you just try to be the best that you can be and uh you know hope you inspire other people and that's obviously you're doing that as well uh you know and and i think i think you'll be doing a lot more of that from what it seems seems like you know I'm a, this is like, this is four months of passion and alignment. I'm like, wait till I'm fucking 10 years. I'm going to just, I'm on a relentless path. Like I'm going to, I'm going to be the biggest painter in the world and I'm going to be the biggest rap artist in the world, undoubtedly. And it's like, I'm, I'm going to use that for good because I did a lot of suffering following the wrong way, you know? Right. Now, I mean, I, I feel like that dovetails a little bit because I know that my readers who have never heard of you or whatever, like they, they'll be like, so what's what does your tattoo symbolize? The, the, the beast. Yeah, no, I, I love having this because people that haven't seen me before, they're like, who the fuck is this idiot? Like, <laughs> but, uh, I had this, I had this vision for this tattoo for like five years. I uh, uh-huh. had seen this, uh, you ever seen the movie Apocalypto? Yeah. 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 One of the greatest movies to me, uh, uh, Mel Gibson movie, but in it, the, the chief of this warrior tribe, he has this jaw hanging from him. And I've seen like tattoos of like warriors that have like animal heads on them. And I was just like at this place in my life where I'm like, I need to become this warrior, you know, like I'm not it right now. I knew that. And uh, I put this mouth eating my fucking head as just like a symbol of this warrior spirit just consuming the old version of me. And it it was so painful. I had to black my ears out for it. I had to do all of the sides of my head, my chin. It was it was eight. It was like 15 to 20 hours of extreme pain of a needle just ripping up my skin. And so I earned it and I fucking love this shit. I wake up every day. I'm like, dude, I'm a badass. (laughs) No, I, I think it's cool. And I, and I like that explanation makes it even cooler uh, because there's a thing that men have to do, I think, when they initiate themselves or when they go through an initiation or they, uh, you know, to become a warrior, you actually have to identify in some way with this monster, you know, because the monster is what makes you the warrior. You know, like yep. you know, whatever, whatever your fight is, is what, you know, like, cause be like, if, you know, uh, Hercules didn't kill the Hydra or the Nemean lion or, or whatever, then no one would care. With, no one would remember his name. Yeah, <laughs> you no know, like it, you're identified with the monster. Yeah. To a certain extent. Yeah. I liked, I liked the physical change that came with it. Like I literally, mm-hmm. since I got this, you know, I was already in, like, I started a fitness journey as I, when I got this and, uh, Every day since then that I've looked in the mirror, I'm like, I'm a different person. Like, this is me. This is like the me I created. You know, I was born in this one way and I wasn't really guided or given the right rite of passage and shit. And I really had to like forge this myself and with knowledge, people that I found online, like, you know, all praise to the men who showed me the path. But like, I really had to forge this myself. And it's just like every day I look in the mirror, I'm like, motherfucker, I made this motherfucker. This is awesome. You're a, you're a self-creator. 
Basically, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's what I like uh, about the work of uh, uh, Nietzsche is that uh, he, 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 the title of his book, uh, Thus Spoke Zarathustra, I mean, it, it, the subtitle is For All and None because it's not really everyone couldn't do what he says to do in that book, but it's a book for people who create themselves almost like you gotta send send me that book title when we get off of here i'm gonna read it for sure it's 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 great you can read it over and over again for many years it's it's a it's a weird one yeah yeah Uh, but uh, like that yeah yeah no it's kind of like an e ching for me almost like i can you can flip it open to a chapter and be like i don't even remember that this chapter was here and it's awesome yeah i got a i got a book for you like that for me because i only read a couple but i just continue like obviously meditations by marcus aurelius is really good but uh have you ever read the screw tape letters by c.s lewis oh no i haven't uh but i know who he is actually yeah i'll send you a copy of that 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 book is uh it's this fictional book written from a demon in hell and he's writing a younger demon teaching him how to tempt a human away from god and it's one of these books that every chapter, like you said, you could read it out of order. And I re- I've reread the book five times. And every time I reread it, I learn something new. And I just like, as you grow, it's like one of those books that you just understand lessons even more and more. So yeah, send me that one when we get off of this. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. So what else, what else you want to get into? And there's so much like I, obviously the fitness thing has been like, uh, I wanted to talk to you about um, like your mythology and why, what, what drew you to that over, like, you know, there's lots of different spiritual approaches in this world. And like, you know, I'm a fan of, uh, I don't like identifying any religion, but I've always been drawn to like Christ and Christianity. And then also in uh, Hinduism, lots of uh, mm-hmm. uh, tales from there. I have like Lord Shiva tatted huge on my back and uh, nice. my whole body, the tattoos on my body are all kind of different cultures reach at God, you know, like I have mm-hmm. the home, I have Egyptian work, I have native and, and Hindu and uh, Christian and like just all these different ways that society has reached to God. But I see mm-hmm. you lean into a lot of, uh, what is it? Celtic mythology? Is it European? What is it? No, actually, I mean, uh, for several years, I was part of a group and and uh, actually bought some land and was building temples for a while uh, out, out there. And that was kind of neat um, and conducting uh, Norse pagan rituals. So like, you know, basically I was say Viking shit, uh, you know, like the, the so and actually from being a rapper, it made me think of the meat of poetry. There's this great story about Odin and how he gets the meat of poetry and, and leaves a drop, a few drops for people. And that's how they can have the magic to speak poetry. Cause that's obviously what you do for a living. Uh, yeah. Like you, that. you would like that. Like you would like that story a lot. What's well, uh, funny because I've been talking to a homegirl of mine and, and, you know, I've, I've followed all these different, um, like just different spiritual practices that have led me to God. But one thing I want to dive more into is like, nordic celtic paganism things like that because that's more of where my like heritage comes from you know like i didn't know a lot about my ancestry or anything like that growing up like i wasn't really like taught about any of that but i would be like real interested in diving into the spiritual practices that came from europe because that's like where my history is and that's like something i haven't really dove into Right. Well, basically, I mean, that's kind of why a lot of people get into that. And uh, I got into it to a certain extent for that reason as well. And uh, what I found over years of studying it and so forth is that, well, a lot of it, I mean, we just we don't know very much about that because actually the Christians kind of destroyed all that stuff. And then they then they what we do have, they what what they do have, uh, the Christians actually wrote it down. So they kind of reinterpreted it in their own way. So we don't know the exact practices of a lot of that. 
but it, it's it's great stories, a great imagery, and yeah. and uh, it's it's. But then when you look at it in this bigger picture of humanity, and the like, the threads of these ideas, and this is what my last book was about, Fire in the Dark, was that this you know like. Odin is a lot like Zeus is a lot like, you know, like it goes back this train and, you know, like that Thor is, there's always a thunder God. There's always a, basically the God of the storm and the lightning that is basically the fury of heaven. Uh, yeah. there, there's always a, something like that. And there's yeah. always something like, uh, there's always like a father in the sky, like a father figure. To universal look up to. archetypes and shit like that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, saw, I saw your, I saw your reel on your page. I, I just watched it earlier today about the father in the sky figure. And it's like, yeah, yeah it's, it just seems like all of these things are just very the same story intertwined throughout history and, and told in different ways, you know? Yeah, yeah. So that that's one of the rich things about, you know, if you learn about like the Celtic stuff or the Germanic stuff or the Greek stuff or whatever, is that it, it just gives you another layer. Like it's another layer of understanding of these things and another way to think about it. You know, it's yeah. like there's some days that I'm like, oh, that's, a, that's an Odin day. You know, and some days not not so much, you know, but yeah, I've been, uh, it, I've, been oh, sorry, I've been uh, uh mm -hmm. I've been channeling into the storm thunder anger energy of spirituality lately because you know a lot of times in my earlier years and like kind of like false spirituality that i had that that didn't have this like savage human element to it it's very like gentle kind love everybody you know this shit but yeah. then you know in the bible jesus flipped the fucking tables over and 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 caused hell when people were walking out of alignment and i feel like lately I, I think it's probably because I was missing this element for a while, but like I have been angry in a righteous way a lot. And it's like, I can turn it off right when it's done and go right back to love. But like all of my brothers, like I was back in Florida last week and I turned it up on everybody. My voice is still shot because I just, sometimes I got to yell at my brother for an hour and just correct him on his path. And, right. and I've been corrected by my mentors, like, you know, multiple times by my mentors in a, in what seems outwardly kind of to be anger. And it's, it's righteous in the sense of like, it's to correct me. And like, in, even in my Buddhism, you know, sometimes the monks smack the shit out of the students to, you know, correct them in their action. And uh, I don't know, I've kind of just been enjoying it. That's, that was another reason why I say I'm the, I'm the fucking spear. And I yeah. told, I told my, I told my homegirl this, I read this in the gospel of Thomas, it's like a, a chapter of the Bible that got taken out. And then mm -hmm. it, Christ says, I did not come to earth to bring peace. I came to bring the sword. And mm -hmm. I was like, Ooh, motherfucker. I'm getting that tattooed on me. I love it. Like, I, just, <laughs> I, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, that's a, uh, you know, something that a, a forcible change, uh, like, uh, Heraclitus, the, the Greek philosopher wrote, uh, you know, the thunderbolt chain, uh, thunderbolt rules all things. And yeah, basically, yeah. That we, he was talking about Zeus or whatever, but it, the idea is that, you, you know, this, uh, this ch active force uh, cha changes everything. And so, I mean, because passive force doesn't change anything. It just sits there, right? Uh, so, yeah, yeah, exactly. So you have to have an active force. And that's what's really, I, I think, once you look at that and you see it in all these other myths, I mean, basically, one of the oldest one stories in the world is, is uh, uh, you know, basically the, about a dragon slayer. You know, yeah, like yeah. They, that, that's, we, you know, like chaos that comes from the earth and kind of, kind of messes everything up and makes everything disordered. Uh, their job is to go out and kill it so that we can bring order back. 
I love it. Yeah, there was this uh, Tibetan story about Buddhists and, and uh, a Tibetan king or ruler was, uh, you know, I'm probably butchering this so bad, but he was uh, preparing his army to, to fight. And they said they were, his soldiers were speaking to him and they were like, I thought like we were here to be peaceful. Uh, isn't this going against the Tao? And he said, no, no, no. The enemy's gone against the Tao. And now it's our job to correct it. And I was like, motherfucker. I just, I love the, I, my, the whole, my whole right leg and shit is like the last piece of skin I got left. It's going all toward these war mythologies and like just this like spirit of like righteous war. I don't know. I love it. Yeah, it's just one of these, uh, the oldest symbols is basically like that, that thunderbolt. And you see it in the, like Shiva has a version of it and, and Indra has a version of it. And obviously Zeus and all this thing, they hold this thunderbolt. And that's what, they, that's what changes, uh, you know, everything. It's got a Vajra in, 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 the, in the Vedic stuff. But uh, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting, uh, you know, how uh, that kind of symbolism. And that's, yeah. you know, to bring that back. And uh, another thing yeah. is, that's interesting about all that is that uh, when we talk about justice and what is right, um, all, all that comes, it always is about making a straight line. And that's what the word for King, like the Rex word that they use for King, uh, the yeah. Latin, uh, that actually comes from a root that means to write. Like, it, you know, when know you're, you're putting everything straight in a straight line, you know, so many Love of these that. things actually are about like putting, making things straight again. So, uh, and if, when they're out Love of that. conclusion and you have to do that with yourself too, yep. I mean, that's, you know, like bring everything into alignment. Yep. That's like discipline and uh, kind of just disciplining yourself is like, I need to correct myself. Like I've made my life very void of pleasures lately. And, and I've stripped everything that like my brain wants to go to for comfort. Like even in the last two weeks, like I, I got out of a, a relationship that I was in for three years and uh, I've just been in this like painful state. And then, and I've been walk, still walking the path, haven't deviated. And I was sleeping in my brother's house, for the last two weeks while I worked on the album and I purposely slept on the floor just to make it an extra step harder. And I just like, it, I don't know. I've just, I've taken a lot of pleasure in not being pleased lately and like just straightening myself because I just was unstraightened for so many years. And um, yeah, I even took a vow of celibacy for the rest of the year. I haven't even told anybody that, but I've just, it's already been a thing in my mind. And I'm, cause to me, it was like my biggest vice, my biggest, uh, comfort, my biggest pleasure chase, the thing that made me the least honorable person. And I'm like, cool, I will strip it all for the rest of the year and then decide where I go from there. Yeah. I mean, it's good to take a break from things and like, yeah. uh, you know, find your balance again. And like, and, uh, and especially if you're on such a path right now of doing a of purpose driven thing, that can be a big distraction. Yeah. 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 I wasted a lot of big <laughs> I, wasted a lot sure. of, I wasted a lot of years in my career just being like holy shit there's so many women like this is great <laughs> oh, total waste of my energy but you know yeah. all things for a reason like I, I i think i went through those things just to give myself another layer of things i can help kids correct you know and like i i truly have like just stripped myself of all of those needs and like i i can because I have none of them, I can speak to everybody very potently and they feel it. You know, all of my brothers, yeah. when I'm back in Florida and I'm telling them what they got to fix, they all are just like, fuck, you're, I can feel the truth in you. You know, it's like, yeah, because I'm not, I'm not being a hypocrite, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's super important to have the integrity of that. And also, yeah, it's, most people know what they're doing wrong. 
Oh you know, yeah. Like, <laughs> when I fucking look at them and when I look at my brothers in their eye, they like uh, confess it to me. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker. We know we fucking know all of us know deep down what it is that we're failing with. And, and sometimes you yeah. just need a brother or a friend or a complete stranger to look you in your face and point it out to you again so that you can be like, fuck, I'm convincing myself that this isn't it. And it's definitely it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They, sometimes people just want permission to do the right thing. You know, yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. Or the wrong thing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, that too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I haven't been giving anybody any slack. The second they come to me and ask for it, I'm like, all right, motherfucker, you asked. Here it goes. You know, it's like I was doing a podcast with these kids the other day at St. Pete. And, uh, you know, I wasn't coming at them in any way. I'm just speaking my truth. And the kid giving a podcast is like, dude, fuck. I'm like having trouble even looking at you right now because like I just it's making me just acknowledge all the things that I have to correct. And to me, that's like uh, been my biggest motivation for like like truly giving up everything and like walking the path is like mm -hmm. I, I need to be able to speak in a way that people will listen. And like, you know, whatever your weakness is, is their way out. What's always says that. And, you know, I have family members that still struggle with drug addiction and things like that. And, you know, in the past, I've tried to correct them. And it's like, they're like, well, you're a sex addict or you smoke weed or all these things. And like, you know, now it's like, OK, well, I've proven that I gave all those up. So what's up now? You know, are you gonna <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, oh, I mean, I, fucking I, spear. <laughs> <laughs> that, I like that. I mean, that, that's that's a good way to start a day. It was like 5 a.m. or something. You're like, I'm a fucking spear. I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. So you're you're getting ready for your big tour, um, you, which, you know, like, I guess you're starting, you're leaving tomorrow, I would imagine. Tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. Three months. That's yeah. my next uh, test. You know, I, yeah. I feel like uh, working on the album, God handed me like lots of tests to be like, are you ready? Are you worthy? You know, it's like I he told me to work on this album for the week and a half that I did. And it was like literally every fucking day I had some sort of like big life altering event happen mm -hmm. like every day, personal life, relationship, Father's Day, just like all sorts of shit. And I just kept walking the path and I found like more and more strength through it. And like, I, I proved myself worthy. And then this is like my round two is like next level is like, okay, can you go on tour for three months with multiple friends that all drink, smoke, party, and there's women throwing themselves at you every day. Can you walk the path now? And I'm right. like, ooh, motherfucker, I know I can, but God damn <laughs> I know I can, though. I know I can. Like, I, I, I'm actually walking into this one with full confidence. And, like, you know, it's just, it's honestly funny hearing the, not even, like, a purposeful doubt from my friends, but they're just like, dude, there ain't no way. Like, what the fuck? And I'm like, watch, I'm a fucking spear. Yeah. That's yep. that's that's awesome. I think that's going to be the title of the podcast. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I got to get that tattooed too. You know, you should. I, I'm getting you should. on the back on the back of my leg. I'm getting. I didn't come to bring peace. I came to bring the sword. And then on the front of my leg, I'm just going to get. I'm a fucking spear. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Cool, cool. Yeah, man. Uh, I look forward to uh, Phoenix, man. You got to come and and we should we should like come come a couple hours before the show and shit. I'd love to pick your brain some more and just uh, you know it's very it, whenever I run into somebody in this life that I'm like kindred spirit to me, I'm like, yep, can't wait to fucking just I you know level up through this conversation. I've just learned so much in clarity and I got a new direction I want to head down with like my spiritual path, things I want to learn about and shit, and like I really value that. 
Awesome, man. I, I and I'll yeah, I'll, I'll definitely come out and uh, uh, we'll hang out a little bit, and then I'll, I'll get you those uh, titles of those books and stuff too. Yeah, you'll get to see me in my element too, which is on stage. Like, ah, man, I fucking ripped that shit to pieces. Like, ah, I can't. That wait, sounds man. so exciting. <laughs> uh, you know, like, it, it, I mean, as as someone who's you know, I've given some speeches and done some stuff and whatever, and I do. There's a lot of preparation, but I guess as a as an artist, uh, you. To, to get your raps done, you, the, memori- the memorization happens while you're doing it, I would imagine, right? Like, I, know, I, 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 have, uh, I have thousands of songs memorized in my head. Like, I don't know yeah. why. I, I don't remember a lot of shit. Honestly, all my friends and every girl I've ever talked to has been like, you don't remember shit. And I'm like, yeah, it's because I remember all my music. That's like the only thing. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, because that's amazing. I'm like, wait, you just finished this album like a week ago. Don't you have to like rehearse and all this stuff? But like, oh, no, you're just jumping into it. Nah, I'm jumping right into it. I have all that memorized. And even like I'm like just now getting to the point where sometimes I'll forget. Like I have like 14 albums out on streaming services like i've yeah. just been doing this a long time and i'm like an artist of like high output you know not everybody's yeah. like that some people are more like small focused output i'm like a high volume high output person and like i'm just now getting to the point where like every once in a while during a show i'll forget a verse and i'll just be like fuck i honestly i i forgot that shit and like i'm just honest about it but <laughs> yeah. 90 90% of it i got super locked in you know Awesome, man. All right. Well, I think we're, this is probably a pretty good like bookend for the, the, the podcast, but, uh, what do you want to tell people with, like what else they should be looking for from you or, or where to go for yeah. it? Yeah. Like, uh, if any of this was in any way inspiring or called to you, my name is Kasky. You can find me anywhere on Kasky. I, I post every day on my story, my process so that you can see I'm not fucking missing. And in the morning, most of the time I'm angry and turned up about how people say you'll wake up in the morning and get a little kick in the chest if that's what you need. And then, uh, you know, my music, I have a whole catalog of shit to dive into. I have uh, tons of music. I got two poetry books out. Called, one's called Fear Does Not Belong Here. The other one's called Heaven Is A Place On Earth. And then... Um, um, uh, throughout the course of this next year, I'll be dropping a couple more albums. I'll be doing a lot more like public speaking and hopefully more podcasting and shit like this. And I- I'm finally ready to uh, speak to the world. So I'll be speaking a lot. It, it, Nietzsche has a great quote that, that like, I went to the mountain with ashes and I came back into the valley with fire. And it sounds like oh, I love that. Oh, I love that. I'm gonna get that tattooed too. Fuck. There you go. <laughs> Send me quotes, bro. I'm gonna get you number when we get off here. I need these. These are great. Bro. Quotes, quotes, awesome, set, quotes set me on fire. I like it was just one quote. I don't even need to read the whole book. That's it right there. I'm like, I'm about to go work out right now. That was great. Awesome. Awesome. All right, man. Very nice talking to you, brother. So fucking honored to be doing this shit again. Hey. Hey, and if I'm being honest with y'all, I'm just fucking getting started. Let's do this shit. Kasky's new album is titled, This Isn't Even My Final Form. And you can find it on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to music. I'm Jack Donovan, author of The Way of Men. And you can buy my books on Amazon or listen to me narrate them on Audible. Hit the subscribe button below for more of my content and follow me on Instagram at StartTheWorld and on Twitter at PH2T3R. This has been a special edition of Start the World.